Do I look fat? Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is a born and raised New Yorker, a self-taught makeup artist, and one of the funniest people I know. All right, all right, all right. I mean, all of that is true, but it's just me today, guys. (laughs) It's been a while since I had a solo episode, and I just have some important things to share with you guys, and I wanted this time to be as intimate as possible. Um, First and foremost, if this is your first time here, my name is Steffi Kiss, and this is a Do I Look Fat podcast. This week, we will be going into what it is that makes me me. Um, firstly, first and foremost, if you follow me on Instagram and, um, if you don't, what are you doing? Please go check that out right now. Underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S. So I asked on Instagram if anyone had any questions for me, whether things they wanted to know about me or just what anything they wanted my opinion on. Um, and I got a couple of questions, so I wanted to answer them as my little icebreaker situation um I got a lot of questions guys so I'm only gonna answer three okay um so the first one I'm going to answer is would you ever have another child for a long time I didn't know if I really wanted another kid um I was you know I was dealing with Ethan's diagnosis for a very long time and then me and Ethan's father broke up about a year after he was diagnosed. So we, you know, we didn't have another kid. I wasn't planning on just having another kid with anybody. Um, and I've been single. Well, not single, but I haven't been in like a serious, serious relationship where it was at the point of me having another kid um, since then. So, I mean, I have thought about it for a while. I said, you know, no. Um, and then I thought about, you know, what if Ethan doesn't have siblings and things like that, but he can have siblings from his father's side. For me, if it happens, it happens. I'm not against it. Um, I'm not chasing it, if that makes any sense. So the next question is thoughts on open relationships. Hmm. I feel like. We put a lot of pressure on people to, and I'm going to sound like such a fucking hippie, but we put so much pressure into people to conform, like, into these, like, stereotypes and into these generic-ass relationships, you know, like, married, 2.5 kids, a house and a dog, and maybe a cat and a goldfish, like, you know, like, shit like that. We put a lot of pressure into people trying to conform into these stereotypes, right? So for me, I feel like if it works for you, so if the stereotype works for you, do it. But if the stereotype doesn't work for you, then what are we doing? Like, let's do something that works for us, if that makes sense. So if an open relationship works for us, if we're both happy, then why the fuck not? Now, if it if I'm not happy doing something, then I'm not going to do it. But 
if it works, it works. So that's how I feel. Um, it's not for everybody. It may not be for every relationship that I'm in. I actually realized this after my last relationship because there were certain things that either I had done in the past or am willing to do now that I would not do with him. Just because with him, it was uncomfortable for me. And I'm not going to do anything that's uncomfortable. Yes, okay, maybe I've done that in the past, but that doesn't mean I'm going to do it with you. And I think that's why a lot a lot of people get stuck on like these cookie cutter either relationships or like molds for guys. And you really can't do that either because what you like can evolve. You know, for example, I like taller guys, right? Everybody knows this. Not every man I dated was tall. Not every man I talk to is tall. Not every man I talk to is the same because there's certain things from certain individuals that I just get. Like, I like you for different things, not just because of how you look or how tall you are, if that makes any sense. So the third question I got, um, I actually really loved, and it's, are you happy? And honestly, I am happy. Um, I'm the happiest that I've been in a very long time. I'm not going to say that this is the happiest I've ever been in my life, but I was down for a very long time. Um, Definitely went through like a little bout of depression and it was hard, but I feel like I got out of it by myself, by keeping busy, by interacting with people. I felt lonely. I felt lonely for a very long time. Um, oh my God, I'm getting emotional. It's, it's not easy to live with a child who doesn't speak. So we would go through weeks where I don't speak in the house. I have a couple of friends that I, I can call them whenever I just want to talk. And that's important. Not having someone to talk to is difficult. And, oh my God, I don't know if I'll ever um, release this video, but having someone to talk to is really important. And yes, you know, I definitely am an advocate for therapy. I am signed up to BetterHelp and I've had a couple of sessions with them. Um, it's getting, I, again, I have to get into a routine, but we'll get into all of that. But Having someone to talk to in that aspect is good, but I'm just talking about having someone to talk to in the house. Like if that, not in the house, but like just someone you can, that you can just be like, you know what? I want to talk to this person right now. That's very um, undervalued. And I feel like maybe a lot of people now that they, they went through quarantine, a lot of people who live by themselves, they might've had this issue too. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe let me know. But that was something I had been dealing with pre-corona. Um, and it just, it it weighed heavy on me. Um, I feel like, and this might, you know, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that now. Um, and I'm going to tell you I'm not going to get into that. But... Sorry, y'all. I, I became a whole ass water baby. It's not even 10 minutes into the podcast. Holy shit. Okay. Whew. I'm composing myself. Um, Let's get into the next segment. This is going to be a real one, y'all. I don't know. I hope y'all are ready. Okay. 
the Eat Your Heart Out segment of the podcast is basically a segment where we talk about diet trends, diet tips, diet plans. Maybe I tried them. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm curious. Maybe I think it's crazy. But um, we just basically talk about diet plans. And this week, since I am newly working from home, y'all, I am. I keep on saying unemployed, but nah, I'm self-employed, y'all. Like the journey is beginning. So Um, I wanted to talk about how to combat stress eating while working from home. A lot of people have been working from home since March, but this is all brand new to me. And I feel like I can finally implement a routine to finally get my life all the way together. As per the article on theglobeandmail.com, in theory, a healthy diet should be easy when you're at home. There's no office sweets to tempt you, and you have more time to prepare home-cooked meals. The reality, though, is that staying on track can be a challenge. The lack of structure, taking care of young children, or feeling isolated can turn your regimented meal plan into a free-for-all. With the refrigerator only steps away, it's easy to tackle boredom, soothe stress, or procrastinate work by reaching for snacks throughout the day. So they gave a couple of tips. Um, Firstly, establish a schedule and stick to it. Set your eating schedule just as you would for a regular workday. Stick to a consistent time to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I love this because if I'm going to have a routine, if I'm going to have a set schedule, especially if I'm going to be doing this with me and Ethan, I definitely want like a time for breakfast, a time to make breakfast, a time to clean up after breakfast. Like I feel like, I'm going to have to really micromanage this schedule and I don't, I have to figure out a way so that it still feels normal, but I still have some type of schedule. I don't know. I don't know, guys. If anybody has any any planners or anything that they watched maybe on YouTube or any books that they read, any resources about how to build a schedule, let me know, please. <laughs> the second tip is pre-portion your meals. If you usually pack your lunch for the office, do the same while working from home. Portion out your lunch and snacks ahead of time into go containers. Knowing that lunch is waiting for you will discourage you from making unhealthy choices or grazing your way through the afternoon. Stock up on healthy snacks. Eating the right snack at the right time can help manage hunger, increase energy, and boost nutrition. Research shows mid-afternoon snacks were more effective than mid-morning snacks, and you should only snack if your next meal is more than four hours away. Identify your triggers. Overcoming the urge to constantly snack can be a challenge. Before you reach for a snack, I feel like I'm saying snacks so many times today, it's kind of crazy. Okay. Before you reach for your snack, ask yourself, are you really hungry or do you want to eat because you feel anxious or bored or you are procrastinating on a task? If you're not truly hungry, take a short break to do something that distracts you, such as a short walk outside or meditating for 10 minutes. Consider, too, your home office space. If it's very close to or in the kitchen, the fridge can be a major distraction substitute healthier indulgences. It's common to turn to comfort food in stressful times. 
Doing so is thought to blunt the body's stress response by causing the release of dopamine, a feel-good brain chemical. Everyone knows the staples such as kale chips, flavored seltzer, and dark chocolate. But in the time of COVID-19, you can try new recipes as well, such as homemade fakeout instead of Chinese takeout, crust-free pizza instead of pizza delivery, bunless burgers instead of traditional burgers, baked chicken wings instead of fried chicken wings, and y'all, the air fryer is bae. I don't even think y'all understand. Like, I literally make everything in the air fryer. My mom, Mama Kiss, she has an air fryer that's like, I think it's more so a convection oven. I don't know. I could be wrong. But it has like the basket as well as like a tray on the top where she can like put like, I don't know, like just flat shit. So it has like a little shelf on the top. and But then the basket on the bottom. Could you imagine? I can make the chicken and the french fries at the same time. Y'all, anybody want to send me that air fryer? Because... <laughs> I feel like I need that shit in my life. I feel like it would make my life just so much easier. So yeah, these are the tips basically for trying to stay on track when working from home. I thought it was very smart, you know, sticking to a routine, pre-portion your meals, meal prepping. Um, Another tip I personally wanted to give was, and I had seen somewhere else while I was doing the research for this um, episode, was to make things like as ingredients. So like, let's say you make brown rice, make two cups of brown rice that you can um, repurpose in other ways. So like you can make brown rice, you can make chicken, you can make like you can pre-cut your salads and maybe you can make like a a chipotle bowl or something like that, you know? And I thought that was pretty smart because me, I get tired of eating the same food all the time. Like when I used to be able to do it before, I don't know what changed. Maybe I did it for too long. I get like that. Like you can ask my mom. I don't even like to eat Spanish food that often. Like rice, beans, and meat. I'm tired. I ate that shit the first whole 18 years of my life. Like, I'm tired. I don't know how Ethan continues to just eat chicken and french fries. Like, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, pre-portion your meals. Stock up on healthy snacks. That's always important. Especially when it gets cold outside. I don't know about y'all, but mm, I don't go to the store. <laughs> And even worse, if I had to drive somewhere, like at least here I can walk to the corner store. But if I had to get up, drive, I mean, if you had your own place, you don't have to worry about parking. But I don't, I'm just I don't want to do all of that. That, that seems like a lot. Um, identifying your triggers, y'all. Me, I am a boredom eater on top of being a binge eater. So like. I can go all day without eating and it won't be an issue. But as soon as I, I'm eating, like, I'll OD. Like, why the fuck you got to eat all of that, Stephanie? Why? Why? Because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I got to make up for lost time. Bitch, no. That's not how it works. That's really not how it works. And you can definitely, <laughs> you can make up for lost time with less food than what you're eating, bitch. Like, honestly. Substitute healthier indulgences. Again, Everybody knows that when you want the real deal, you want the real deal. Yes, the substitute can be delicious. Yes, the substitute can taste good because, you know, we know about, you know, seasoning and shit like that. But when you want macaroni and cheese, you don't want the 
low fat cheese with the this and the that and the cauliflower instead of the macaroni and you don't want that like yes it can be tasty don't get me wrong that shit could be slamming but you don't want that shit so once in a while instead of ordering out make this shit in the house you'll you'll not only work on you know healthier choices but this will actually help your pocket when I quit my job, I deleted all food service apps from my phone. So I have no Seamless. I have no Postmates. I have no Uber Eats. I have none of it on my phone. And I literally have not ordered. Well, I ordered food once. I caved and ordered lasagna. <laughs> but I did it online from my laptop. It's definitely out the way. Like, it was just so convenient before. So it's like, if it's not convenient, then I'll double think it. And if I double think it, I'll probably get up and just be like, Stephanie, what are you doing? Like, there is no reason for you not to just make your own food. So yeah, y'all, working from home. These are the tips. Get it together. And now, I wanted to get into the heart on my sleeve segment. So if you heard episode 18 with Hasmeen from Are We Grown Yet podcast, I had an announcement on that episode too. And I always do my announcements in the heart on my sleeve segment. So I just wanted to start out by saying, if you know me, you know that I immerse myself in the projects that I have. I had basically damn near become a physical trainer, not a physical trainer, a fitness trainer. I I lost 65 pounds and completely transformed my body. Like the reason why I know I transformed my body myself is because now that I regained the weight, My body doesn't look like how it did the first time I was bigger. Like the way the muscles were in my body, the way I structured those muscles, like we have muscle memory, right? So it just, it just falls a certain way on me now and I'm loving it. I do still want to lose weight y'all, but I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not mad at it. Um, that was, that was a tangent, but that's one aspect when Um, I started offering makeup services. I did that for a year and then I did the 31 days of Halloween and that kind of like shot me up and got me recognized. I booked, um, I had a bunch of clients that October. I was selected for like a raw showcase in December. Um, I had taken off January and February, but then COVID hit. So I haven't really done anything with that yet, but stay tuned. That's not what the announcement is. I just wanted to highlight that I'm, I'm more things than just, do I look fat? Um, actually, do I look fat is one part of me. I love makeup. I love Halloween. I enjoy planning everything. Even if I'm not good at, you know, following it to T, I enjoy planning. I enjoy writing in my planner. I enjoy updating my budget. I am a special needs mom. I am also my son's biggest fan. I am a 35-year-old single woman who is struggling with wanting a long-lasting committed relationship versus getting my back blown out. Like these hormones, like I don't okay. And this is another tangent, but I just feel like I have to say something. 
women in your 30s, your sex drive is kind of insane. It changed so much. And I noticed the change. It's just wild. Like, completely wild. But these are just things that I'm dealing with. I'm learning every day, you know, fuck what everybody thinks about me. That took a very long time. I spent a very long time being very, very cognizant of how people felt about me. Um, I always wanted to be liked and I hated it when I wasn't. To actually switch from that mindset to being like, I don't give a fuck. It's a process, but I'm getting there and I'm trying. I really am trying. I am also a person who quit their job after working full time for 17 years. I am also a person who quit their job after being a full time worker for 16 years. Y'all, I worked full time, full time for 16 years. I got my first full time. I actually interviewed for my first full time job on my 19th birthday and I was hired like three weeks later. And I had not stopped ever since. I was off. I didn't work for nine months the year Ethan was born because I stood home with him for nine months. And then I didn't have a job for three months in 2013. That's actually when I lost the 65 pounds. (laughs) I flourish. I flourish when I don't have when I don't have a job, y'all. So with all of that being said, there are many facets of me. You know, I'm not just, yes, I preach about body positivity, you know, self-acceptance, weight loss, and all of that. Yes, I do, because that's a big part of what makes me me, but that's not all I am. That's not who I am completely. I think you guys kind of have noticed, like, I have this podcast and I talk about, you know, body positivity and all of that, but I bring in other aspects of my life. I bring in the makeup. I bring in all these types of things just so that you can get a part of me and it can be authentic. Um, So with all of that being said, I have decided to start a Patreon. However, the Patreon will not be a Do I Look Fat Patreon. Um, The Patreon will be about me and it'll be called Kismet, K-I-S-S-M-E-T, Kismet, because I feel like everything that has been happening as of lately has just been so aligned. I have really been listening to like how I feel about things. I've been listening to signs. I've been I've been receiving. I I think that's the best word. Not even listening. I have been receiving um, these signs. And and I don't want to sound witchy. You know, if you listen to episode 18, I do have a witchy friend. I do have witchy tendencies. Um, But I definitely have been receptive to all these things. And it doesn't have to be witchy shit. You know, this could be God, you know, um, giving me these signs. It could be energies. It could be vibes. It could just be me accepting what my purpose is me coming into my purpose maybe it's not completely coming to fruition but it's getting there and I feel it so that is my announcement I wanted to do Patreon because I feel like with my podcast I have built a tribe like I said earlier I have these girls now that I can I can talk to and I want to build upon that like I just, 
I like to be a place where if I need to get away or people come and watch me talk shit all the time. And it's not because I'm hot shit, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, I am a little bit, but it's not because of that. It's because I feel like I've built a community kind of in a way. I have people who fuck with me. I have people who come to like chit chat with my, with other people who fuck with me. Like that's so fire to me. And I feel like that's the, the direction where I want to take my personal brand. That's the direction that I want to go. Um, it just feels so organic because it's not what I intended on doing. You know, when I when I started Idea to Launch with Carla Womaris, and I feel like I plug her every episode, hey boo. Um, but when I started Idea to Launch with Carla Womaris, I had an idea of starting a podcast with my mom. And yeah, shout out to Mama Kiss. Um, that would have been great. It didn't work out that way. COVID happened. I started, you know, because I wanted to start. And just a lot of things happened. And I just feel like things have just been moving in such a positive direction. And, you know, my tribe was a big part of that. Um, they were they were just so ready to, to do this shit with me. And that support is unmatched completely unmatched and y'all know I'm extra so the patreon is not available today (laughs) um I will be launching my patreon on October 1st it'll be a great start to spooky season I'll have a couple of things you know already done for you guys I'm very excited about all of it um it's just, it's going to be a lot. There's going to be different tiers. It's going to be like a little rollout, whatever, all that jazz. Um, it, it's exciting. It's going to be great. I'm just so happy to have all of you guys here and supporting me. And with all of that being said, I'm ready to ask myself, are you dead ass? This week, are you dead ass is dedicated to myself. I have had people telling me to literally do anything, like legit, anything that I was passionate in to do it. Because as I guess I was good at my job, I wasn't passionate about it. I just used my skills to do what I needed to do. But I literally had people who were in my life and saw the potential in me before I did. And I'm not just talking about like one or two. Like I have I have probably had this argument with about four to five people where they're just like, yo, what are you doing? Like I told you what you needed to do. I told you what you needed to start. I mean, nobody ever really gave me ideas, but they were just like, this isn't what you're meant to do. You're not meant to work this nine to five for the rest of your life. You're not. And I never believed it. I never had the conf- the confidence to do it. Um, I would be stuck on, you know, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not popular enough. I don't have a degree. Like I would set myself, I would hold myself back so hard and but the crazy shit is I would I would do it in a way where 
you would never know that I'm the one holding myself back. I would, you know, act like I didn't want to do something. I would act like, oh, well, it's not for me, so I can't do it. And it's just like, or if somebody else did anything similar to that, I don't want to do it because I don't want to be looked at like as like a copycat. It's uh, it's really crazy. Uh, and I'm acknowledging it, which is why I'm really asking myself, yo, sis, are you dead ass? I was lacking confidence and I'm building it more now. I don't. I know you guys think like I have all of this confidence, but I really don't. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, I doubt myself. I'm an overthinker and I doubt myself. So today I was working on this agenda and I have this little group chat. Shout out to the circle. Y'all know who you are and if y'all follow me on Instagram, y'all probably know who they are too. Um, I asked some friends, what would be three words to describe me? And they said things like confident, artistic, focused, good-hearted, determined, carefree, a bad bitch. Like <laughs> They were just saying all of these things. And I think these are things that I project, but they aren't really how I feel. And I'm working on it. I really am. I'm trying to be more out there. I'm trying to be more myself and not who I think people want me to be. And I'm getting there. I really am getting there. And I'm happy to say that I am getting there. Um, These are how people see me. And I want to show them that, yes, that is me. So I'm going to end it on that note. (sighs) This was this was deep y'all like whoever is listening to this right now honestly I fuck with you and I know you fuck with me so I just wanted to say thank you thank you for tuning in to another episode of the do I look fat podcast please remember to rate review and subscribe on your preferred streaming platform (laughs) I've never done an outro like this before share the pod and tell a friend to tell a friend follow me on instagram fine and thick pod exactly how it sounds or my personal page underscore steffy kiss s-t-e-p-h-y-k-i-s-s i'll see you next week thank you so much bye